0: Foundations.
1: You know, Luke six forty five says this: a good person produces good things from the store of a good, the good in his heart, while an evil person produces evil things from the store of evil in his heart. For the mouth speaks what overflows from the heart.
0: Foundations: understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We're going to talk today about having a kosher mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, normally when you think of the word kosher, you think of food. Yeah. But uh, we're not talking about food today. We're going to talk about what comes out of our mouths, not mm-hmm. what goes in.
1: It's interesting, the word kosher and originally actually did, I think it was it would be several hundred years ago, I think when it actually started to be used regularly by Jewish people. It was always used in connection with meat. In particular, but then over time, the word kosher gets used a lot for pretty much Mm. everything. The word kosher itself means pure, uh, clean, proper, lawful. And when you're talking about having a kosher mouth, uh, when when I was doing this study, I I was spent most of my time shaking my head. Whoa, is me? I'm <laughs> such a woeful person. It was very challenging, so mm. you have to kind of brace yourself a little bit. Yeah. we actually tend to think that we're pretty, that we're pretty good, but geez, mm. we're not. <laughs> we're really not, you know. Uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty to twenty one says, "The fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied." He will be satisfied with the product of his lips death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit now that that most people tend to focus on the last line in that mm. verse and then t- try to make it about Uh, so many other things. It's actually not about other things. It's about what comes out of our mouth and and whether it's um, poisonous, whether it's negative or whether it's critical. It's all about how Mm. we speak, whether what's coming out of our mouth is not kosher, which means it's unpure, unclean, improper and unlawful. Mm. So ugly words um, are very much the norm these days. I mean, you you know, sometimes I'm appalled when I watch... um, Newscasts. When I see people demonstrating, um, the way our law enforcement is spoken of, mm. um, the way people speak about our political leaders, like them or not, that's irrelevant. The way they're, they're in a position of authority, they're in a position of power, and whether we like them or not, whether we voted for them or not, or agree with them or not, we're not supposed to speak to them mm. like they're the dirt on below our feet. Yeah. And that's just the cultural norm these days. People just speak terribly, saying the most appalling things about people. And James three five. I mean, everybody would know this one. It's where the tongue is described as being a tiny, tiny, tiny little part of our bodies mm. that has huge boasting, and that it can that little tiny part of our bodies can set a whole forest on fire, cause so much trouble, yeah. and. Um, You know, it goes on to say that, you know, man has been able to tame the beasts of the earth, but he can't even tame his own tongue. Mm. It's a really dangerous part of our bodies. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. But it would be very nice if we could leave a room and know with absolute certainty that nobody was going to talk about us behind our backs. Um, But what if we've talked about somebody behind their back? And then we wonder why they're a little cool towards us. You mm. know, um, maybe they've heard about something that we've said. You know, we can destroy people's um, their reputations. We can destroy relationships. And once those words are out, you can't get them back. That's right, exactly. Particularly in our day and age, because every time somebody says something, <laughs> yes. there's a camera rolling, the That's phones right, going. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a really dangerous thing. But here's the real kicker for Christians in particular: we've got this bit down, Pat. Uh, sometimes it's not that we're telling tales about people. Sometimes we can use truth in a negative way. Mm. And then we hide behind, but I'm I'm telling the truth. And sometimes we say, look, I'm only telling you this so that you can pray about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's very unkosher.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's a, a very Christianese way to put it. I can't remember, was it Keith Green or one of the, the songwriters from years ago uh, used the phrase, pray your friend in the back? And I can't think who it was. It was a lyric of a song anyway, but you've, you've prayed them in the back, and that's effectively what you're doing. You're, yeah. you're stabbing them in the back, but you, you're couching it as being, oh, we need to pray for John because you know he's struggling with X, Y, Z.
1: Yeah, and here's here's the thing. If you do want to pray for John because he's struggling with X, Y, Z, then do it by yourself. Pray mm. for John yeah. for X, Y, Z. If you really think that he needs more prayer, then sure. So you pray for John. He's struggling a little bit. Mm. you don't have to go into details no, right. because yeah. god already knows them yeah. people don't need to know those yeah. details so you know is some of the um some of the uh terminology or some of the things that we say it's um some, some examples because examples are good because sometimes we hide behind the fact that we don't have any examples so we <laughs> keep doing it. Um, but let's just the, the Hebrew word we know we talked about a couple of a couple of episodes ago a couple of programs ago about having an evil eye. Mm. Well now I want to tell you about an evil tongue mm. and the Hebrew term for that is Lashon Hara. And Lashon Hara is like recounting your co uh, uh, Something about your co worker or to a co worker that your boss has really messed up. It, the boss really might have messed up, but by recounting that information, you've demeaned the boss to another co worker. Mm. You've told the truth, yep. but you've actually harmed him. You've yeah. harmed his reputation. Uh, it's like, you know, discussing with your wife or your husband after church just how poorly the worship leader was this morning. I mean, everybody has a bad day and then, you know, th- Okay, Could you do a better job? Be careful about what we say. That's Lashon hurrah. It's maybe telling the truth, but it's an evil tongue, you've undermined somebody. And it, and it, as I said, it can actually tear down friendships and demean people. It destroys trust. Mm. Um, respect should be given, but trust is earned, and once it's been destroyed, it can be really, really hard yeah. to get it back. And um, then, okay, what what about in the situation where somebody it, it could be dangerous? It's important that somebody knows something. Um, well, that's when it's important to only tell somebody who one. Genuinely cares, too, is absolutely categorically, categorically trustworthy and who can actually do something about it. Yeah. And don't say anything to anybody else. You keep that to yourself. That would be the only time to talk about something negative about somebody. You know, sometimes we say things like, you know, this person, look, they're really, really lovely, but <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you get to the but, it's it's going to move into Lashon yeah. Hurrah. Now, there, I want to tell a quick story because we've got to wrap up. But I want to tell a quick story, and it's a Jewish story, and it's about this this man in a little village who was a habitual gossip. He caused trouble all the time, but he wanted to change his way. So he goes and knocks on the rabbi's door, and he said, "Look, I'm really, really sorry. I'm trying not to do it anymore. What can I do to make amends?" And the rabbi thinks for a bit, he strokes his beard, and he says, "Look, I want you to go home, get a pillow, and come back." And the guy goes, "All right, well that's an that's an easy <laughs> way to solve. I don't understand, but hey." If that's what takes, I'll do it. Comes back with a pillow and the rabbi says, okay, I want you to cut it open. So he cuts open the pillow and the wind starts and these feathers are going everywhere. And the rabbi says, now I want you to go and collect every feather and I want you to put them all back in. They've gone over houses and into fields. And the guy goes, that's impossible. I couldn't possibly get them all back. And he said, that's the problem with your words. Once they're out, you can't get them back and Mm. the damage is already done. Now, we know that we can get forgiveness from God. But the damage has been done when we open our mouths. You can't get them back. Now, it might mean confession. It might mean apologies to some people. Mm. It might mean going to the people you've already gossiped to and rectifying things and say, look, I was out of line and that person is not that bad or, you know, I had no right to say that. It may mean that. But the lesson learned is that we should never open our mouth? Ma- you know, the you know the media is always telling gossip, and then it says it's the public's right to know. <laughs> yeah, Do you right. know, in ninety percent of those instances, I have no right to know. Mm. Yeah, and they're destroying people's lives. And once they go into a new story, the person's life is still wrecked. You know, Luke six forty five says this: a good person produces good things from the store of a good, the good in his heart, while an evil person produces evil things from the store of evil in his heart. For the mouth speaks what overflows from the heart. The point is, what comes out of your mouth is reflecting either you've got a good heart or an evil heart. So it's really incumbent upon us to keep our mouths closed or say things that are going to be kosher, pure things, clean things, proper things, lawful things. By that way... We're walking in the dust of our rabbi.
0: Some uh, opportunity for us to reflect today, I think, and uh, decide whether our mouth is kosher. On the next program, we're going to be taking a closer look at fearing God and whether that's really what He wants from us. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.